Sportsy, let's talk sports. Today we have with us a seasoned business leader who is a sports fan turned sports evangelist, Raman Raheja. Being one of the first generation professional to, in the live entertainment industry in India, Raman has worked with some of the India's most respected marketing services agencies and on some of the biggest live events that has happened in India. Raman has worked with Viscraft, HD Media, among the others. He has worked on IFA Awards, Commonwealth Games, Michael Jackson Concert, IPL, etc. Having been part of Commonwealth Game in 2010, uh, IPL, as well as, as well as the Kabaddi World Cup, uh, he saw himself playing a noteworthy role in the development of sports revolution in India. And Raman ventured into the business of sports while chasing his dream. Conceptualized, created, and promoted indigenous sports of Kabaddi with the launch of World Kabaddi League as a founder and a CEO. It was the start of Kabaddi Revolution in India. He was instrumental in setting up the business of sports and the sports flashes. What started as an idea of creating unique content around sports has turned out to be the leading sports media and tech company that owns India's first 24 by 7 sports radio channel. Leading sports media and tech company that owns India's first 24 by 7 sports radio, which now also world's biggest sports radio on internet. So please welcome a sports fan turned sports evangelist Founder of Legend League Cricket, Raman Raheja. Hi, Raman. It's great to have you on Sports C. Let's talk sports. And it's uh, uh, when we say let's talk sports, I think it's get to hear from people like you who have been have a great journey in the Indian sports industry and making a change. Uh, so it's great to have you on a platform. Pleasure is all mine, uh, Sid. It's always uh, good to chat with exponents from the sports industry. And you yourself been there. So happy to be on uh, this channel and you know share a few views about my of mine and share the journey. Yeah, and we want to hear the journey because the journey is about a sports fan turned sports evangelist. And uh, just for the viewers and uh, and listeners of the channel, we have uh, Raman, who is now recently with, is the founder of Legend League Cricket. It's a T Twenty tournament for uh, the legends of cricket, but. Before that, like the two more than two decades of journey, which is into live entertainment as well as uh, events from Bridge Cup to HD Media, uh, working with Commonwealth Game and so many things that he has done. And one of the uh, around beyond the events, I think one of the great things that happened about the sports technology, which uh, caught everybody's eye beyond his World Kabaddi League, is sports flashes. And we would like to understand the journey from you, uh, Raman, over the next course of 30 minutes. Uh, so it's going to be a, a nice ride uh, for people to listen because people are looking at making careers in sports and looking at people or leaders, how they can take a cue about where do they grow from where they are. So when I just put some words around, I just, as for viewers, it will be great to know your journey from a fan to evangelist, sports fan well, to evangelist. Uh, well, grew up, uh, you know, watching the cricket and, you know, all that stuff that happened around us, primarily cricket, of course. Uh, but early days, uh, you know, it was very clearly that I, I wanted to make a career into the events industry, but I was a sports fan per se, but there was no connection there. So started with Viscraft, of course, one of the first generation, I was fortunate to be part of the team, which when Michael Jackson came to India, so seems yeah, some of yeah, the yeah. biggest. And then uh, finally got to be there at Commonwealth Games. I was the producer for the opening ceremony, you know, that was the gala. That's actually when I saw that sports is really picking up very well uh, in, our, in our industry. 
we, we always used to say Bollywood is the king of content. You know, everything happens out of Bollywood. But I was seeing that sports actually was really going very well. And cricket, of course, was the the driver, the key driver on that. Uh, but uh, you know, with Commonwealth Games, there are other things that started to pick up, and we I saw that opportunity to uh, be able to do that. So what I have uh, done in the last few years has been primarily uh, I see sports as content. I see sports as content which can be consumed if packaged right, even if it is non-cricket. You know that's how Kabaddi happened. You know, so you package a particular sport, make it a prime time viewing for television audience where family can sit in the drawing rooms. That was the whole idea. I learned it all out of my Wiscraft days when we was packaged IFA awards. We made it a different. Uh, look and feel and what film awards were. So uh, the entertainment journey, the industry that I belong to or come from helped me understand the content business. And that's what we I always try to do with the sport. So uh, 2013, when I moved out and uh, from the entertainment industry and I set up the Kabaddi League of the World Kabaddi, clearly the focus was to look at non-cricketing sports and try and bring them on a prime time wheel. We were successful, very successful on that space. Kabaddi is now become uh, one of the most watched sports. Yeah. Uh, thereafter, I after season one of World Kabaddi, I moved out and I set up, I saw the opportunity that sports content, if packaged right, would be consumed. So I wanted to build a platform which would put up sports content to the audience the way they wanted. Uh, uh, an audience of 130 crore people in India, uh, not a single sports radio channel. And that's how I saw the opportunity. And I set up Sports Flashes, which was the first and the only sports radio of India. And um, there, the journey was was fantastic. We really grew. We became partners of BCCI, ICC, Cricket Australia, Cricket West Indies, the name it. And, you know, so we brought that English Premier League on the audio side of it. So while everybody was running after the television, the video content, we built a niche for ourselves by making that audio content as, as a prime offering. It was a great start, a great journey. Uh, uh, you know, of course, uh, everything comes to a point where you got to do a return on investments to it. So it was a happy uh, exit for me. This, yeah. this was merged with the uh, ITV, Independent Television Networks, you know, which, which run 13 news channels. So now it's, I'm, I'm not part of an executive role there, not an active role. I'm still a, a, a shareholder as part of the thing. So I had my time and that's when I saw that uh, you know, there is so much happening in, in, in cricket space. Uh, it was it was fantastic that the way India is driving the cricket economy of the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, so much of numbers happening out of India, fan base is large. And also what happened was that cricket became an expensive proposition. So the brands uh, who, who had aspirations to, to use cricket as a vehicle were not able actually to buy it at a price which they could afford. That's how the opportunity for me uh, happened and, and we set up Legends uh, as an option for me. So, yep, to keep that a little short. So, you know, that's that's it. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a journey that uh, anybody wants to come into sports industry would really would li like to follow uh, and admire for sure. So, uh, while you spoke about everything, I just want to take a step back uh, about uh, from as IFA to Michael Jackson event and everything, Wiscraft to... Uh, Commonwealth and the World Kabaddi League. Uh, and from there, uh, we understood uh, how the Legions League cricket started. Uh, as a management expert or who has who has been a driving uh, driving seat for making this happen, 
what are the learnings for you as a management uh, executive uh, which probably the viewers or listeners are a lot of management students mba sports management students which is the upcoming field in india and people want to understand that how do we look at things differently is the ifa event is similar to a commonwealth event or how do you do and also how do you look at the pnl because you spoke about roi and uh, we always struggle about making a sporting event uh, effective or uh, profitable so how do you look at that uh, so said uh, you know honestly it all boils down to bottom lines you know and everybody looks at bottom lines eventually the bottom lines could only happen if you see uh, the top line in a right way uh, when we created ifa awards it was an award night you know and, and there was a filmfare awards or there were other zcn awards and all of that which were there for about 30 years plus when first ifa was launched but how it was packaged was that it it created a differentiator it brought in it actually exported bollywood out of india that was a differentiator no content was different it exported bollywood out of india and and there were foreign audiences who were willing to lap it up and support that uh, into this so you know which is where we we saw this whole opportunity of packaging the sports content in a right way and and exactly what i'm trying to do with the uh, sports business so not that i'm reinventing the wheel we are not doing anything new we are just packaging the whole thing in a way which people would like to consume uh, so that's what happened with kabaddi uh, you know kabaddi has been there for 400 years and i remember when i first built up the kabaddi deck uh, we didn't have photographs to put into the deck you know high resolution photographs forget about reaching out Uh, to an audience to be able to sell that uh, to either a franchise model they were nothing i mean us the world kabaddi league and the pro kabaddi faced the same challenge because we were operating at the same time uh, but we just tried to put the sport as from a television perspective that what i learned out of ifa what looks good on television is what people want to consume and a sport like kabaddi some 400 actually 800 years ago it, it, you know we did a research that it all started in mahabharata with abhimanyu uh, chakravyu is actually the kabaddi thing you know that's how it all started anyways oh, oh, oh. that's a separate discussion some other time but uh, this whole thing was created to be consumable content and that's how you start so once you build a consumable content the eyeballs start to happen eyeballs start to happen then the the uh, revenue starts to pour in from there because any brand any sponsors would like to see the eyeballs and there has to be integrations it, it not necessarily be just about awareness about a brand you bring in you integrate the the content into it and that's how uh, uh, cricket has been instrumental you know so so the unique thing about cricket and why cricket sells over other sports in india is primarily because of the format of cricket one over and and you have uh, then a break before the second over starts you bring in a commercial time you know and like a football it doesn't happen you know so that's where the cricket's uh, uniqueness is and then of course the modern age cricket has brought in so much more with with uh, integrations onto the ground field pitch mats wickets uh, graphics in the thing you know so it's all about packaging so i would not say that we as managers as as administrative uh, people or or i would uh, say you know in the uh, sports entrepreneurs we we don't need to see different or invent new things we got to just see on how the current things are and how we can make it viable or business case out of that and make this workable i mean there are hundreds of league that have that have come in ever since ipl 
or the first league, you know, but only a few have survived. There's a reason for that. There's the reason is that it's not about passion alone. While of course, passion drives that first thing, but it's also about that business sense to be able to make it a viable product. And that's where the leagues which have survived only primarily because they've been able to create business cases around it. That's the most important thing. You need to make it a viable business case and the viable business case would only happen if it's a consumable, viable content and then you bring on integrations with brands and sponsorships into it. I think very well put in. This is like, this is like a, a, a punchline about make a viable product, good packaging and people want to consume it. And, uh, and I, I'm sure we are moving from a one sport nation to a multi-sport nation where these things can start getting into at a grassroots level where more and more uh, kids also get visibility. And from that, I think the pyramid gets built for India, which is going to be a sustainable model. Uh, on the sustainable model, uh, my, my next question is, you had experience working with the traditional radio. And uh, from there, you actually took a plunge into the sports technology field, which is uh, never heard of. Uh, and I'm making an internet radio only for sports. Yes, there have been internet radios in the US. I, while I was there, there were internet radios were there. But getting it for sports, uh, and uh, that was something that we talk about the 60s and 70s when we used to hear, not I was born, but people used to listen to the commentary on radio and they used to have amazing flow of it. I think uh, the similar experience with the new age that you uh, got uh, with the sports flashes. Uh, what were the biggest challenges? Because when you got it, the internet wasn't that great in India. Even the two, we were still 2G to 3G kind of migration. Uh, those challenges were there. At the same time, the traditional radio was also playing a big role uh, in what they were doing. But they moved away from regular news commentary, which was only happening on the probably the AIM, uh, the Latin uh, for cricket. So how did you actually package this as a sports flashes? And uh, how much time did it actually take from conceptualization to actually making it something that people remember and people go by yeah so uh, sports flashes was not an overnight idea you know uh, sports flashes evolved uh, we started as a news platform but then there were multiple other news platforms and then we uh, you know because i was an outsider i came from entertainment industry i kind of spent a little time understanding the sports ecosystem and how the business works so we started in 2016 for the first one and a half two years we spent uh, times in, in getting into that space of sports news and content, which was free. Thereafter, I actually saw that uh, uh, while there was uh, cricket, which was on, on radio only in the form of live commentaries, none of the other sports ever got a chance to be there because only sports, uh, only channel on radio, which was able to put up was the All India Radio for some yeah. legal uh, aspects to it. Uh, which actually dive deeper into it that why nobody else got into the sports radio piece. It was a gray area where, where private channels were restricted to put up news or current affairs. It still is a gray area. Yeah. But there was no such restriction on the digital side of the, of the radio. But I, I, I thought that was, that was one opportunity that probably nobody saw at that time. And I just picked it up. That if we turn the... Uh, digital platforms with an audio side of the, the sports, not just restricted to cricket. In fact, we started with football first. So we acquired the rights of English Premier League first before we got into cricket. Uh, you know, so the whole idea was that mobile phones are the second screens, were the second screens. And with this geo, geo revolution that happened, the 4G revolution, it was only going to grow. So uh, we just got into that particular space by trying to bring in mobile screens uh, as the consumer's uh, second screen uh, while they watch TV, 
they can actually want to listen to an audio commentary in their language which would be in their style in different ways and you know engage with fans or while they're not able to watch tv they can instead of just having a scorecard on their desktop which which multiple other uh, cricket platforms were doing they could have both so have a scorecard as well as an audio feel it gives in more uh, you know sync ins in the live part of it so they they may not be able to watch it but they would be able to do because video was still growing on on uh, the technology you know so the hot stars of the world there were issues at that time so audio was was a lighter uh, platform so it was easy for us to to put that up so that's that's how i saw the opportunity challenges were of course uh, there you know when you when you the first one you face those challenges ki will that be bikega ke nahi content hoga ke nahi you know so we face those challenges but i think you when you only you get through those challenges you find solutions within that themselves and we were able to find that solution and we became world's biggest sports radio you know in terms of yeah. our reach we became world's biggest sports radio because india drives numbers and i saw that as a thing you know so we were able to establish that ourselves uh, we had offers at that point of time uh, you know to bring in best of the brands to be get integrated we used some of the best cricketing talents to be on the radio commentary unlike the all india radio where the mundane stuff used to happen we brought in sunil gavaskar harshab bogle and all of those people to be on commentary teams and we we made a mark for ourselves through that but yeah when I mean, that was then and uh, things have evolved ever since that so yeah it's it's only growing nice and i probably i think you were the first one who gave a, a concept to icc or bcci about having a digital radio as an additional revenue stream uh, potentially right it is uh, uh, we used to hear uh, see that in the the english summer where people used to go with sit with those things uh, earlier but i think uh, the new stream of not traditional radio not traditional television it is the internet radio uh, which i think yes. probably the being the pioneer and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, great so and and again uh, these these things that we've been talking about just shows that okay this is like uh, honestly to the listeners viewers even for, for people like me this is like having a master class about how do you think how do you package how do you make uh, things happen and that something which is really really exciting which you are you are making it happen right now and we are just going to see it in few days uh, getting it uh, kicked off in uh, in oman and uh, that is legion league cricket uh, it is looks amazing and uh, i'm i'm it's, like, it's 80s and 90s kids right so it is we always for us we still talk about kapil dev we still talk about uh, kumble and we still talk about lara and that that's the generation we uh, even how much your ipl that you see the, the those legends will always be legend everybody else becomes the uh, the players or the athletes so how do you think the while that t10 t20s everything is flooded everywhere as well as the old people uh, the older generation athletes are taking retirement early retirement uh, so which is also probably a good proposition in the whole says but there was something which came in the lines of uh, for all the retired uh, at cricketers earlier as well how do you saw a business opportunity and is there only a business side to it or you actually feel that there is a nice emotional connect uh, taking it from 80s well, 90s yeah, actually, to now actually it started with the emotional connect to be very honest oh, and fair i thought you know, so yeah. so the fans that uh, we all have been we've we've heard uh, stories from our uh, uh, you know older generations about how cricket used to be but the fans that we've been we watched the odis and you know all of those yes. things happened and evolved and all of it uh, but if you actually go back those those cricketers that we are talking about 
literally had very restricted play on the T20s. And uh, the modern cricket has evolved, uh, evolved very fast and how. But if you actually see, there aren't many big rivalries the way it used to be in the times when I'm talking about 10 day, 12, 15 years ago. Rivalries like Akhtar versus Sachin or uh, Shoaib versus Sevag uh, uh, or Bradley versus yeah. Peterson, you know. So those rivalries have been really big. In today's times, those rivalries are missing. I mean, for nothing else, but maybe to do with the way cricket is growing fast that all of these different format cricketers playing different styles and, you know, so it, that's, that's how it is growing. But yeah, so I saw that as an opportunity where we could recreate those rivalries and do not an exhibition match. So this is about competitive cricket. So we spent some six, seven months into this preparation of this concept that how do we really make this into a watchable televised product? And the fans and actually the audience that we bring onto the board, the players that we have already signed up by themselves have got 400 million followers for themselves, which actually is a very large audience, you know? So, uh, if we put those together, those fans are the ones which is my direct audience. And when we do all of those uh, as a starting point, it only helps me build a product which is, uh, uh, you know, as good as what we're doing now. Uh, so the whole business idea turned from an opportunity of how a fan would like to engage with his legends, his icons, and all that stuff. And then we turned that into a business that, you know, we, if we can have comp competitive cricket, not exhibition cricket. Exhibition cricket won't have sustainability. It's only competitive cricket. So uh, some of those cricketers, as you pointed out, are retiring early, primarily because so much is happening that active cricket requires extreme levels of fitness, which a younger cricketer can possibly extend. You know, So the moment you touch the 35, 37s, you may not be able to match that kind of a physical fitness. That's where you kind of lose out, not be part of the national teams. And that's right. when you have this opportunity. If you want to be uh, a part of a not really a national team, but a representation of a national team is what we're trying to build. That's the whole concept of Legends League Cricket. So we have a tri-nation format, India, Asia, and the world. And that's what we build as this, this whole concept around it. So yes, there is fan, then the business angle to it. Uh, business angle, of course, is, as I said, 400 million fans straight away, it gives me a great start. Uh, but having said that, there are challenges that we are facing, the fit, physical fitness of these players, uh, who has to be really good to be able to make it to competitive cricket last that uh, duration 10 uh, matches and all of that. So, yep, that's that's basically how it is going. Yeah, and I think this exactly fits into your uh, uh, your tagline, right? The sports fan comes sports evangelist. I think the fan of a 90s and early term people retiring early and still getting to do, get those people together and coming out with the business and uh, and it, it starts with emotion. I think that is, that's the, that's a fundamental of it that starts with the emotion. And when we talk about emotions, I think, uh, I, the legends league cricket has legends of legend Amitabh Bachchan as your brand ambassador. I think that also is, is not a by, small by any, any small peat. It's, it's by any small mean, it's not a small peat. It's a, it's a great thing. And uh, recently you signed Sony as your broadcasting partner. So where do you see LLC with 10, 12, 15 matches or uh, year on year, or it could be six year, every six months kind of thing. It could be any kind of format. Where do you see actually this going? And uh, how do you see the inflow and outflow of the athletes uh, to keep the, inter uh, the entertainment and the enticing part for the fans going? So, uh, you know, when we signed up Mr. Amitabh Bachchan, 
the idea was to to look at a legend who comes from a non cricketing non sporting background but stands for that word legend there is no bigger legend than in in india you know so that was the whole idea so no uh, you know nobody can challenge that particular space so uh, we signed him up with a primary thing that we didn't want the legends to be the um, faces there because they are playing their their icons you know so instead of having one of them assuming a, a sachin or a sevag or somebody else we would want them to play instead and then have somebody else become the face of the league and that's what we we signed up so what we're doing now is that's the space that we want to own but we want these cricketers to be seen twice over onto the cricket field they are seen in commentary boxes and newsrooms and all of that the whole ecosystem needs to be created and that's what we're going to be doing so we play twice over in an year the seasons are going to be two seasons in india january now and then september are repeat uh, and thereafter we every year we will be hosting twice uh, uh, you know the season would be two times in an year which makes the business sense for any brands to associate that it's not one off it happens twice so there's a high recall that's created within the year because we are competing in a way in a way we are competing with active cricket though we complement it in on the other side but in a way we are competing so uh, what i spoke a little earlier in my conversation make it a viable thing so the cost for acquiring an association with such kind of a format is lower than what they do with active cricket that's the game plan for us that's the way we are trying to build cricket is a religion you will still consume cricket and if it is cost effective cricket opportunity we would have the brands to associate and you that's how you make it sustainable the moment i will have brands sustainability becomes uh, an easy thing Uh, so what we see next is that we will get into a franchise model as we go along right now there are no franchises they're playing for a country and nations but thereafter we get into the franchise model as well as we go into the future i think that will be a, a great uh, way and i think the way starting india asia and rest of the world i think you're talking about uh, india and asia itself is more than almost 50 50% of the world uh, uh, that that the viewership that we get into and the rest of the world is also i think it's it's a great model and franchisee will be great uh, again as a as a student of sports that i call myself is i think there is a potential because the inflow and outflow is going to be a consistent stream and uh, that is that can help you maintain the quality and not feel like a charity match uh, i sure. think that is uh, that is going to be great uh, so i'm coming to the last part of the chat the next uh, just a couple of question uh, now i want to talk about uh, an evangelist uh, as an evangelist what keeps you up at night what keeps me up at night actually is the problems that i see during the day yeah so actually uh, uh, by the end of the day i look at the problems that i'm facing during the particular day at the challenges on hand i mull over it you know you know you know in my own way i sleep over the problems and i then come out with a solution in the morning that's the way how i see not just this business and any business that i've been associated with in the past uh, so in the night time i kind of uh, put all of those things together on what i need to address the next day in the morning i come up with certain solutions and address those issues uh, also what keeps you up uh, you know in in going all this way is that you try for perfection that you know you look at all things that you're doing and and analyze all those shortcomings that may have happened in your execution for a particular project or a product or anything that you're doing and then you next day onwards restart with the with the learning from the past on what you've not been able to do add that up into the next day and you know try and redo it or 
build the next one with with all of those new energies onto it. That's how I see any of those businesses that I've been doing all this while. Nice. I think, uh, and I, it's 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 no that I think you spoke about the challenges that keeps you awake and and what next can be done and how do we actually evolve the whole ecosystem. That is so good. And uh, just on the closing closing statement, there are so many entrepreneurs that the industry is so new that we say the sports industry is like a it's 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 a rising industry that you get to work in the sunrise industry. So as in anybody entrepreneurs or management people who want to make a career out of it, what is your message uh, or what's your advice to them uh, towards building their career and taking it to the next level? Well, uh, one of the most important things that I would just want to say, especially on the entrepreneur's front is, it's only the never say die attitude that can make it work for you. You know, So you face your challenges, you let go of uh, you know those opportunities if you... Uh, fail on certain things, you let go of those opportunities. Is you may not be able to do it. It's your loss. If only if you have a never say die is the one where you will be able to succeed and live up to your dreams which you have. So, uh, in terms of the specific to the sports industry, sports is really growing very fast and it's really uh, becoming one of the most watched content uh, in India. I mean, outside of course cricket as well. So it's it's right about not that. Uh, it's it's something new. It's been there for all the time, all this while. You know, it's just about now the consumption is happening in digital format, the screens. The packaging of the content around sports has to be done that can be consumed through those platforms. That's the way to see this business. Any form of any sports business related, anything related to that, I would say look at it from that digital uh, perspective to be able to you know make it consumable. That's the only mantra that I have, you know. So for me, more than anything else, it is about consumption of that content is what's going to drive it. So uh, see it from the viewer side first, yeah. instead of being a doer side first, you know. That's the way to put it up. I, I think that is the, the perfect quote uh, because people end up doing what they want to do rather than what people want to have, want, uh, want to see or, or consume. It's a great uh, thing. And uh, Raman, I know the chat can have a longer chat, long chat with yeah. masterclasses, but I think this is nevertheless, this is a start. And uh, we want to have more and more chats with you and uh, wish you all the best for Legends. Thank you so and much. It, it, it sounds, uh, it looks amazing as a package and looking forward to the kickoff in, in Oman in a few days from now. Uh, wish Very you all good. the best and take care Thank and stay you. safe. Pleasure is all mine. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe to our channel Sports C Says and help us spread the word about Sports C. We go with the same handle Sports C Says across all the social media platforms and podcasts. Mm -hmm.